Hello and welcome to the Magical Midlife Podcast, where you get a refreshing, uplifting and optimistic perspective on life in your 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Lindsay DeSwart, and I'm delighted that you've joined us here today. So let's jump right in. Good morning, good morning. This is Lindsay with the Magical Midlife Podcast. How are you today? So today we have reached a very monumental end of season two, which means this is our 20th episode, which I'm extremely proud to still be here doing this. And I have got a very special friend of mine that I'm interviewing today, and her name is Jennifer Fisher. Jennifer and I have been friends for many years now, and um, she's got some fantastic stories, but we have been through all sorts of hilarious antics together. Um, And so I'm hoping that some of those stories may well come out in our interview today. So hello, Jen. Hey, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. (laughs) You're so welcome. Thanks for joining the magical midlife. This is fun, fun, fun. It is pretty magical, though, isn't it? Well, absolutely. And so we want to hear all about how your magical midlife has been magical, because as I know, but nobody else knows right now, as I know, you've been through some very interesting journeys to get where you are today. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> okay, so give us a little bit of brief introduction. Tell us about who you are, what you do, you know, et cetera, anything you want us to know right now. All right. All right. So as you know, my name is Jennifer. Um, I'm turning 52 in about three weeks. Um, And I have to say, I absolutely love my 50s. I'm sure we'll chat a little bit more about that. Um, I have a little crazy Yorkshire Terrier who is just like her mama. (laughs) And I have two grown or two adult children. And I'm really loving that this stage of my life. Fantastic. And you have a business too, don't you? Do you want to talk about that? Yep, I do. I've created a business called Skin R&R in its all natural skincare, uh, really um, focused towards women 40 plus who want to age uh, gracefully with natural skincare. Fantastic. Okay, so we're going to hear a little bit more about that because I think that might be how we originally met. I think so. (laughs) Yeah, I I think so. Yeah. At the farmer's market many, many years ago. Or yeah, because I think you may have still been doing fitness training then as well. Yeah. Could, could, yeah. I was trying to think back when we actually met, but it's been a while. (laughs) It's been a while. Yes, indeed. Okay. So what did you, when you sort of started off your kind of your working life or whatever, tell us a little bit about how your journey started into, let's say, adult life. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh well, I it's been a really it's been a really interesting journey. Uh, I have to say, as we all have these fun journeys, but I guess to start into adult life, um, I decided to move out on my own uh, just before my 18th birthday. <laughs> Brave move. <laughs> yeah. So um, so lots of things have materialized since then. But um, I guess my first real, um, real job, I had, you know, several part time jobs before that, but my real job actually was in a machine shop, running a little drill press. And people called me the little driller girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
so I did that for a while and um, really didn't like it. <laughs> but um, in the meantime, when I was doing that, I met a student that was um, going to college for industrial mechanical engineering. And I thought, wow, maybe I could do that. Uh, so so, <laughs> so I decided to do that. I decided to go to, I went to Georgian College in, um, in industrial mechanical engineering. And the first day I showed up, I was the only girl in my class. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, I went to my you know, first couple of classes. And then I went to another class and I think it was called fluid mechanics. And I was standing around in a group of the guys and the teacher grabs a roll of uh, paper towel and he hands me some paper towel. And he says, here, you're going to get yourself dirty, <laughs> but he didn't say it to anybody else. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> So long story short, it was quite, it was three years of, of kind of proving myself to the, to the guys and especially to the male um, professors. But the, in year three, we were doing a welding class and I actually um, got top marks and we were welding on the teacher's truck and he kept some of my welds and knocked off some of the other guy's welds. So... <laughs> Wow, I never knew that you had welding in your yep. kit. <laughs> Holy cow, look at you go. So that was kind of, that was a fun start to uh, to the um, my career. So I, I I didn't really stay in that industry too long. I, I moved on to an auditing role for many years, um, which was, it was fun, um, but it wasn't really, it wasn't really me. Right. Right. Uh, Actually, I remember way when I was a, like really young, not even really understanding the word entrepreneur, but knowing that's what I wanted to do. I'm not sure if this is making any sense, but I knew as a very young girl, I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but didn't understand that word. Okay. So all these years went by, you know, did all these crazy jobs, <laughs> had lots of experiences. And then, um, well, actually, yeah. And then I, I, be, I had been a gym junkie for, for 20 years. And I was over at my, at my gym and this lady who I didn't know, but she was doing a fitness competition. And she kept telling me, you need to do this fitness competition. You need to do this fitness. And it's like, no, I don't think so. Like it, it's, have you ever done a fitness competition or do you know what <laughs> I, I know what they are, but no, I haven't done one. So yes, how did how did that progress? Do tell. <laughs> so, so finally, this lady, her name's Janice. She's a lovely lady, but um, and we're friends now. But wore me down to at least look into it. So long story short, I was thirty nine, going on forty, <laughs> and decided that I should try this fitness competition. So I trained like crazy, lost all this weight, um, and then went and got fitted for this very skimpy little bikini yeah. <laughs> and these very high shoes that I could hardly walk on. <laughs> then I went to Woodstock and walked across the stage and did all these poses that, you know, we trained, we did these, learned how to do poses so we could show our muscles that we created. Yeah. And I was standing on that stage and a little wee bikini and these, <laughs> these high 
steel shoes thinking, holy girl, if you can do this, <laughs> then you can do something else. <laughs> Fair enough. Because, I mean, what did you learn about yourself doing that? Because that takes real guts. Oh, my gosh. I, I remember just being feeling the fear, but being able to get through it. Um, mm. And that that was huge for uh, for me. I, 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 I didn't often put myself out like that. Um, so for me, it really was a learning experience that I can try new things and 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 get through them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was so I think it wasn't at that moment, but it was certainly certainly kind of after that moment that I decided, wow, I think I'd like to do something different than what I've been doing. Um, it's you know, I've been doing it for a long time now and it's it's just uh I need a change. So it's kind of after that moment when I when I did that, it's like I know I can do something else. Try something else that feels a little bit more that feels scary as well. <laughs> and so off you went. With your st- yeah. <laughs> so what scary things have you done since then? I can't wait to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of when I started. Um, so that's when I decided I would start the entrepreneurship world. And then I actually started in fitness because I was in that kind of um, mindset at that time. Yeah. Um, So I started, you know, doing fitness classes and things like that, which was a blast. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, it's funny because I I don't quite even remember how. Well, I guess I got into skincare more because still at 39, I had acne that I just couldn't get rid of. And 39. So that's older yeah. than most people suffer with it, isn't it? That's right. Like it, it had really stayed with me all through um through adulthood. Mm. Uh and so I I'd started like the fitness type thing, and then somehow I decided to go and <laughs> get my um medical esthetician um certification. So I did, and then we were I used you know products and they didn't seem to work. So through that journey of becoming a medical a medical esthetician, I decided to uh, make my own line of skincare. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. So that's where that kind of came from. Oh, my goodness. So how did you even start that? Um, I, I took courses. Like, I started to take some right. courses so I could even understand. And then, honestly, like, once I started to take the courses – I, you get the idea of what you have to do, but really um, ideas started to come to me in the middle of the night. And it was such a process that it, it's so anytime I, I find now that I'm in the creation mode, this happens, but in the middle of the night, I would wake up with an idea. And if I didn't go down and do write down the idea, I just couldn't get back to sleep. So mm-hmm. this happened a few times. And usually what would happen was like, try an, a, a new essential oil or try something different. So that's what I would wake up with these ideas. And I would always say that it was like a down or a, some sort of download or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would wake up. Um, once I finally decided, I just have to wake up and go put it down, then I could get back to sleep. And it happened over and over again. It was really exciting. And I remember my computer was downstairs and I would always, I wouldn't turn on any lights or anything. I would just go to my computer, write out the idea, but it was such a soft and quiet time in the middle of the night 
for this to happen. And I really enjoyed it. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. And yeah. then so with your clients that you already had as an esthetician, is that how you started using the products? No, I actually didn't. No, I started mostly on uh, on my friends and family. Family, actually. Right. And my, my son um, was my biggest guinea pig. And I, I love the kid. He's so much fun. But, of course, one night I got this idea I was going to make this potion. Uh, <laughs> I used too much of one ingredient. Needless to say, the kid got an amazing um, face peel. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyways, he still laughs about it. <laughs> so I tried he was my biggest guinea pig we had I don't know why but um anyways, it was so it usually it started always on friends and family and then yeah. yeah and then um I uh I opened a little um studio where I could start to do some treatments and that's when I started to use the products on my clients fantastic <laughs> after, after I perfected them on my son yeah oh my goodness <laughs> he deserves an award Yes, he does. <laughs> now, through that, I mean, it sounds almost like a sort of a strange question, but what have been your main challenges? Because apart from, you know, strolling across the stage in a skimpy bikini with high heels and being the only woman in welding class and having to prove yourself, what have been the main challenges that have actually helped you learn something about who you are? Oh, yeah. Gosh, I don't. I guess. um my life has just taken me down a series of fun journeys. Mm. Uh, well, I guess. If, okay. So I asked your question again. Sorry, Lindsay. Okay. So was the journey full of sweetness and light or did it have tough challenges? That's the written question, which is a little mm. more eloquent than the way I put it originally. Okay, cool. So yeah, no, no, I wouldn't say everything was full of sweetness and light. Um, when I was about 16, <laughs> my father decided to become a minister. <laughs> and that totally changed my life. But before that, he actually thought he, he was going to move the family to Israel. So <laughs> it's been a journey just on that. But the thing that I learned the most was with, with my dad going through his journey into religion, is I knew right away that his idea of um, hell and heaven and and that type of thing I just didn't believe what he was telling me mm-hmm. so we we didn't like we started to really um I I didn't buy what he was selling me and and he wanted me to you know buy into that yeah so that be, did become um become a challenge actually and that's really why I ended up moving on my own just before 18 Mm-hmm. So, um, so that in itself, navigating uh, life at, at 18, I, I, I certainly, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't have wanted to see um, my kids go off at 18, because it seems pretty young, but mm-hmm. somehow you get yourself through it. And, uh, you know, it was all, it's all fine. But so that's kind of where it started back in the, <laughs> in the religious part from my dad. Um, but then all the time, I kind of knew there was, yeah, there was more to what like I didn't believe what he was saying Mm. but I knew there was more to life uh because you know 
So along the way from everything I've been doing, um, I guess I, I, I ran into a group of people and did, you know, something called um, flight school, which mm. took me all over the world, mm. not learning to fly, but <laughs> and introduced me some to some uh, pretty good, con- pretty amazing concepts. And one of them is um, Abraham Hicks. And that to me has been kind of where I really have, I think, blossomed as a, as a, as a woman. Mm. Listening in. Yeah. And understanding that how I felt in terms of their, you know, heaven and hell and that type of thing that like for me, that never felt right. But Mm. this idea that, um, you know, Abraham tends to talk about uh, that has really cemented with me and brought me into this next phase of my life. Mm -hmm. So for anybody that doesn't know Abraham Hicks, it started off as a couple, didn't it? Jerry and Esther. And they started tuning into meditation and Esther actually became the channel for Abraham or the group of Abraham. Is that, that's correct, isn't it? That's how I understand it. Yeah. Okay. And so from then they've done a lot of recordings, a lot of books. They talk about the law of attraction a lot. Um, They also do, I mean, there's all sorts of videos and everything. So if you haven't actually listened to any Abraham Hicks, you might want to because as Jennifer has said, it's, and I know a lot of my clients really tune into it. They love it too. It gives you such a fantastic perspective change whenever there is an issue or you're trying to understand some concept in the world, which just seems wrong or odd, or just, you just can't make peace with it. Hicks will always have some different way of putting things. Yeah, that's totally, that's a great way to say it. So that's kind of been um, when I when I really started to understand um, that that actually I create everything and that it the happier I get, the happier life gets for me. It's mm-hmm. the truth. Like for me. So that's where I really am right now. Like I, I you know, I know that challenges and, and, and contrasts and things like that are totally meant to be there to to help you to springboard you into the next uh, phase, what have you. Um, and there, it's not a bad thing. So anything that, you know, might've looked bad at the time (laughs) has actually been of a benefit. Um, and then the biggest thing I really, you know, try to live by because Mm -hmm. of course we're always, I'm still human, but is to be happy because the happier I get, the better things get. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Now that's set you in a really good point when, uh, and I, don't know at what level of detail that you're happy to talk about this or not. And if so, then we can gloss over it. But what about when your son became quite ill? Yeah, that's right. That definitely was, um, was, I will say the biggest journey challenge in my life. And that was nothing to do with your facial peel, by the way. That's right. That's right. That was the, that was the one, the only time that in, that I knew instinctively that there was something very wrong, you know, with, Mm -hmm. you know, before the the kids would get colds and things like that, but instinctively I knew. So off we went to the hospital. I won't tell you everything, but um, the journey started with taking Jason through his journey of um, aplastic anemia. 
And I remember, and now it's kind of all at the beginning of this um, learning about Abraham, knowing that that there's more to life than kind of what I'd been living. That kind of all happened with um, with Jason. And I remember saying, this is, I remember knowing this is his journey, not really understanding even at that point what I was saying, but knowing mm-hmm. that I was there just to help him get through this journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh my gosh, as <laughs> crazy as it sounds, we did have some fun, or I'll say I, <laughs> I had some fun, <laughs> but we learned how to kind of, um, you know, we had to go downtown many, many times a week. And we would always get there early. Anyways, we learned how to kind of make it work for us. And um, one, and we we got to know several doctors really well. And one doctor in particular, just lovely. One day she pulled me over and she said, you and Jason are such a good team. I've never seen this before. You know, what's, what are you doing or what's happening? And and I, I really didn't, I really didn't know, but it was nice to hear that we, Hmm. that we were a good team but uh yeah so in the end he's uh he is completely fine um which is great and you know he's now back to his apprenticeship and things like that but that that part actually that that journey was um again another pivot moment in my life to you know make some just make some more changes and keep and that again, that I think that's where Abraham and those type of things started to come in more. And I started to really even understand really more. But it's even been in the last couple of years. Like it's one thing to learn something, and it's another thing to actually implement it more on a daily basis in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so over the last several years, I've just been learning or understanding and then been implementing more. And I do have to say like my fifties are the best so far. Mm. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, I know we've had conversations about it. Um, well, frequently, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but how you're saying that there's something that shifted within you now. Yeah. It's like a different level of confidence or whatever it is. How can you describe it or can you describe it? I don't know because I think that's where I'm trying to, uh, and where I was just trying to find those words a moment ago. It, I think, finally, I you you just, yeah. How do you explain that? And is it you just get to a certain age, and maybe that's it? I, I'm not sure that you know. Even a few years ago, I, I, w- I wouldn't have done some things I've done in the mm-hmm. recent past. So I, I'm not sure where the confidence comes from or more confidence comes from. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's funny. There's um, I saw a video this morning, but there's also a meme going around um, with this quote from Brené Brown. And it's something along the lines of, you know, middle ages when the universe puts, your ha- puts its hands on your shoulders and say, I'm not messing about anymore. Like, this is your time. No more hiding. Yeah. And... I think that sums it up really nicely. And the way she described it actually in more detail, and as I say, it's a YouTube video, anybody can look up. The way she describes it is the armor that we'd built for ourselves as we're growing up is the thing now that's actually holding us from being everything that we are. Mm. So the armor that you created is now becoming your, um, let's say your prison. 
yes. And if you don't, it, and if you learn how to, to break out of that, I think that's, so I love that because I think that's really the things that before, like hearing my father's words or in all sorts of things like that, it's like that now I really know that's not for me and mm-hmm. I'm, it's okay to say that. And it's okay to actually um, have other beliefs and, and be, and be good in those beliefs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those things that might've been limiting before certainly seem to not be as limiting. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I also remember you saying about the sort of the atmosphere that you created when Jason was in his hospital room and people yes. would come in and say, my goodness, you know, this is so different. So what guided you to do that? So, yeah. So that's that's oh, that's so funny. So along the journey, I decided I had another friend who wanted to take reflexology. It's like, oh, I don't want to take reflexology. And so, again, she wore me down. OK, I'll take <laughs> you've got to pick your friends more carefully <laughs> they talk you into all sorts of things don't they so funny enough I I took it and not really knowing why I was taking this course but funny thing is I passed and she didn't she didn't finish it <laughs> she didn't like it um so I did it for a little while in my studio and then Jason got sick and uh Medically, obviously, I didn't know much to do, but there's a few things that were just logical for me to do. And that one was the reflexology. And I did that all the time for him. Like, and if I would stop to like take a drink or something, he'd be, you know, <laughs> saying do more or, or moving his feet or, or whatever. Like it really was part of helping him um, get through his journey. Mm-hmm. So I did reflexology. I ha- I <laughs> would I had beautiful music playing in his room. Uh, some of the doctors would come in, and this one she was really quite nice and quite funny, actually, to be honest. But um, <laughs> she'd come in and pull up her chair and sit down beside Jason and say, "Oh, it's so nice in here. I don't want to go." <laughs> <laughs> so I and oh, so that's the story of that reflexology. The funny thing is, is I did it for a little bit. Once Jason was better, I, I don't ever do it anymore. So I think, I think I solely did it for his benefit. Wow. I guess you had to make Not up the chemical it. peel. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, karmic. That's purely karmic, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So, uh, so yeah. So that's that was so so funny. <laughs> Fantastic. And so now tell us a little bit with, I mean, if you want to, of course, um, about your skincare products, because I have used them. I have bought them for my family. I've taken them back to England with me. So please tell us about them, because if anybody else can benefit from them, I would love this to be an opportunity for you to share. Oh, awesome. <clears throat> Thanks, Lindsay. Yeah, so I, I love it. It's um, It's been one of those projects that's really evolved over the years. I can actually say one quick story. I started with the topical skincare because that's really what I knew and understood through the medical esthetician training. And then again, it was one of those um, internal things that, you know, skincare really starts from the inside. Um, You can really support it for with good topics from the outside, but I got this idea of making um, an internal uh, like a, 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 um, something to drink that would start from the inside out. And I had this idea 
I used to walk a five kilometer walk in the in the forest. I went in the forest, the idea came. And as I was coming, it's like, it was kind of a circle. I was coming back out. I was running back to my studio because I knew what to do. <laughs> I sat down on my computer and literally everything came together. Wow. And it just, and then I got this, who am I to make a nutritional product? <laughs> and one day who comes into my studio and I tell them what I've been up to or what I've been thinking, but I'd stop doing it is Lindsay. <laughs> I was waiting to see who it was. That's so funny. <laughs> so I told you what, you know, I had in my idea in my mind, but I had got, um, you know, in my head that I, who would be me to make a nutritional product. And you just said, get over yourself, as you say, very synthetic. <laughs> So, um, so I got over myself and, um, I got that product made. And, uh, so that's part of my routine. Um, there's the nutritional component called uh, replenish that really, uh, helps your skin from the inside out. Uh, cause it, that's, you know, big boost for your, mm-hmm. for your dollar there. And then the topical skincare is all, um, made with natural ingredients, all sorts of essential oils and, um, you know, clays and, uh, all sorts of stuff. It's, uh, and oils and things like that. Yeah. And I love making it, it, you know, you're working with essential oils and things like that. It's, it's just such a fun day. I always put lovely music on. So it's infused again with, you know, some good energies and yeah. So that's what I do. It's called skin R N R. Fantastic. Okay. And that's the website, isn't it? Skin R and R. Skin R and R.com. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so we'll talk about that at the end. So is there anything from your life as an auditor and um, a fluid dynamics engineer that you miss? (laughs) She says with her tongue in cheek. (laughs) I have to be very honest. Absolutely not. (laughs) I mean, I used skills along the way, but I don't don't miss it. Not at all. Yeah, fair enough. And so whilst you're moving forward, because you are always in this great spirit of joy and laughter, and I love the way that you describe everything as a journey, because it makes it so much more curious. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you're in this mode of discovery all the time. That's what it seems like, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, which is so cool. (laughs) So what sort of unusual experiences has that led you to now in your 50s? Oh, <laughs> well, at, before COVID, you know, um, I was doing some traveling mm-hmm. and lear- um, for the first time had done things like snorkeling and those type of things. And oh, my gosh, I, I really can't get back. I can't wait to get back and do some snorkeling because mm-hmm. uh, that is magical. Oh, have you ever snorkeled? Yes. OK. Super. <laughs> anyway. Only because actually I couldn't dive. I tried diving. Oh. And I completely freaked out. Yeah. So I just went back to snorkeling. And I was like, oh, I can cope with this. This is good. <laughs> well, and funny that you said that. I, again, um, I, I think it was for the, must have been for my 48th or 40, I don't know. It doesn't matter. 49th or something like that. Um, I tried the diving <laughs> as well. Luckily, it was such a beautiful instructor. Um who just, it was just the two of us and we didn't 
he, he, there was no pressure. So we started off in the pool, Oh, the, the, the panic, right? Yeah. And then we were supposed to go off a boat, but he just knew that I, I couldn't handle the boat. So we went from the shore, but I actually got to do the diving. Oh, so, cool. well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was quite an experience. Again, one of those ones where you just feel so, so scared. But then when you get yourself to the other side, it's like, oh, my gosh, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the type of things that I really do love to do. Yeah. Is, yeah. Those type of adventures. Fantastic. And your travels, you've done so much traveling the last few years. Where, what's the places that you've been to? Oh yeah. When I was talking about, yeah, that flight school, yeah. we went to um, Peru. Oh my goodness. And I climbed and I never say it right, but I actually climbed the top of, to the top of Machu Picchu. And that cool. truly was again, one of those amazing experiences that you're not sure if you're going to be able to get through it, but you do. And um yeah. And Costa Rica. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Have you never tried surfing? <laughs> that was a crazy experience. <laughs> so those are the type. And, and then I spent a lot of time or a few times out in um, Arizona, uh, quite a bit in Sedona. It's magical there. I love going there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So those, that's, those are the type of places I've, I've been able to go to. And, and really every place has its own beauty and magic and um I, I could go on and on because as I'm thinking it's like oh yeah I've been there and there and it's it, and I and I think I, I'd like to go back but then I think why go back because there's more to ex experience like I'd rather I'll, I'll try something else you yeah. know <laughs> so if if people are coming out of COVID now and they're just they're feeling you know maybe a bit stuck a bit stagnant or they're still worrying about, you know, going into these midlife years and being told it's about nothing more than menopause, because unfortunately, that seems to be a line that we are fed. What would you say or what would your inspirational words be to them? Not to listen to it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, to totally. It's um, for, for my personal experience, um, it, it hasn't been like what I've heard. Right. Uh, so I, I, I'm very grateful for that. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm, I think it really is, I guess, trust, honestly, just try to be as happy and have as much fun as you can and it'll all be fine. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. And on that note, we, we can't actually do more than that. So, okay. So I'm going to wind it up there. Thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. And I found out, even though all this time I've known you, I never knew that you did welding. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. So just as a reminder, the website that people can go to to um, find out more about your products, skinrnr.com. That's right. Yeah. Perfect. OK, so please go and check out Jennifer's products. I've been using them for many years, thoroughly enjoy them. I love them. And so does my mum in England. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure to comment on Facebook, to um, subscribe on the podcast platforms, and please just share this with your friends too. Because with all of these episodes and with both of these seasons, my main goal is for us to uplift each other, inspire each other, and to share real life stories. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again, Jen, for being here. I really appreciate it. It was so much fun. Thank you, Lindsay.
Super cool. And if you want to find out more about the work that I do, come over to soulfuladventureliving.com and you'll also find me at Lindsay DeSwart on Facebook. And I look forward to seeing you soon and ready for episode three, in a, uh, uh, season three in a week's time. Cool. Thanks so much and bye for today. <laughs>